It's 742. I'm Chuck Anzalevich. This is West Virginia Morning. The selection of this year's U.S. Capitol Christmas tree from the Monongahela National Forest is drawing attention to the classic holiday decoration and how to properly take care of it. Yeah, once you bring the tree in and water it, maybe even for the first four to five days, you'll probably want to water it maybe even twice a day. You want to check closely because it really draws up water initially. That story and more coming up on West Virginia Morning. Support for West Virginia Morning is proudly provided by Luke Frazier. The selection of this year's U.S. Capitol Christmas tree from the Monongahela State National Forest is drawing attention to the classic holiday decoration. Reporter Chris Schultz spoke with Dave McGill, a WVU Extension Forest Resources Specialist, about how best to give trees at home the same level of care as the U.S. Capitol Christmas tree. What is the first thing that they should do as they're bringing that tree into the house to ensure that it is healthy for the longest amount of time? Yeah, whether they purchase a tree out of a big box store, off of a lot, or go out to the uh, a Christmas tree choose and cut farm, once they get it home, the most important thing is to get that in water. And so before you get it in water, you want to make sure you take another new slice off that trunk, the base of the trunk, to kind of open the the little tubes that, uh, you know, conduct the water up the stem of the tree, make sure those are open and flowing, and um, and then get it in the water as soon as you make that cut. Many of us these days have house plants. What is the water needs of a, of a tree? I mean, that's a considerably larger plant to bring into your home. Yeah, once you bring the tree in and water it, maybe even for the first four to five days, you'll probably want to water it maybe even twice a day. You want to check closely because it really draws up water initially. So um, while we say you have to water it once a day, you want to pay close attention right when you get that into the into the stand. And I'll water it in the morning and check in the afternoon. And usually it's ready for some more water. So for about four or five days, you want to water it, at least pay closer attention to it in that early part of the of the season. If you underwater or, or don't water a tree, you obviously run the risk of the, the needles falling off, of it becoming dry and, and unappealing to the eye. Are, are there any other risks that you run with having a dry tree in the home? Well, of course, if you have a dry tree in the house and there's an ignition source, yeah, it can it can catch on fire. But that's why we, as part of our safety awareness, we make sure we put it in a place that's away from any kind of heating or even air conditioning that can dry out a tree, you know. So any kind of thing that blows over the surface of the needles will, will tend to, you know, dry it out. When you go out to a tree farm, for example, or even at the lot, one of the things you kind of want to look for is the freshness of the tree. So there's even some preparatory, you know, observations you can make as you're out on the farm. Generally, the, the trees that are standing, growing, are the healthiest, the, the freshest, the most vigorous. And then as you get farther and farther from the time it has been cut, it tends to become drier, obviously. So when you're choosing, especially from a lot or a big box store, um, you want to check the needles. You know, you want to Take a take the, you know the end of a little branch in your hand and kind of tug on it a little bit as if you were trying to pull the needles off. Don't if you use enough force, you can pull the needles off. But you just kind of want to gently tug and see if they're dry. How long can someone reasonably expect a tree to survive in their home? Well, the reality is, 
you know, as long as you want to keep it there, if there's no ignition source, I mean, it will continue to dry out. I mean, it's not living really, and it's not going to be growing any new needles or, you know, the needles are not going to be getting any healthier. And so as long as it looks nice and you're enjoying it, you know, you could leave it in your house, but just know that when you're ready to take it out, you're probably going to get some debris falling off of it. Uh, I know I do every every year. So what about the safety of decorations? I know we've come a long way since the original tradition of hanging open lit candles on the ends of uh, of tree limbs. But what should people look out for in their lights, for example, to make sure that that doesn't become an, an ignition source? Properly plugged in plugs, uh, you know, make sure they're secure. Most lights these days are not big heat generating lights. You know, they are, they just don't get real hot. If your heat, lights get real hot, you want to want to look up for some that don't get hot and just replace those. Uh, yeah, I, I have not looked it up, honestly, what, what most ignition sources are with Christmas tree fires. But, um, but lights, you know, they are an ignition source, but probably a rare event. When I was a kid, we, our, the lights we put on those things, you know, that you go up and you, you go, oh, man, that's really hot. I'm sure that uh, we've done better and better with our Christmas tree uh, fire uh, statistics. What is your suggestion for people for what to do with their spent tree? What I usually do is leave it out for, you know, to be taken to the landfill. That's the easy way. You know, these guys who collect our landfill waste are great because, man, you know, they take, they take a lot of, of grief from us, you know. And uh, anyway, so, uh, but that's what I usually do. But you can also leave it on the backyards. One thing I've done in the past because, you know, we've had bird feeders that, you know, the birds come in and it kind of allows some protective habitat for them to land and check things out. Is it safe to go to the bird feeder yet or not? And that's a little bit of cover for them in the backyard. Is there anything else that I haven't given you an opportunity to discuss with us today? Just in, in terms of selecting the tree, there's all sorts of different types and they all have different kind of leaf retention expectations. Like some some trees are expected to drop their needles, you know, quicker than others. Yeah, I, I encourage people to go out and to go to a farm. It's a great experience. It's healthy. Smelling the fresh air and feeling, you know, you can cut your own tree down and, and have that whole experience. So I encourage people to try and go out and find their local uh, live Christmas tree uh, choose and cut farm and have a great time, a great holiday season. That was WVU Extension Forest Resources Specialist Dave McGill speaking with reporter Chris Schultz about proper Christmas tree care. You can find a longer version of their conversation at our website, wvpublic.org. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day at our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from Shepherd University. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Brianna Heaney, Caroline McGregor, Chris Schultz, Curtis Tate, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, and Randy Yoey. Caroline McGregor is our assistant news director, and she produced today's show. I'm Chuck Anzalevich. This has been West Virginia Morning.